Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Design of Experience. Apparently, it is by design. 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 Experience. Experience. It's all good experience. Conversations about the ideas that make us feel a tribal devotion to the things we love. Marketing answers the question of, what do you do, how does it make my life better, and how do I get it? Branding, on the other hand, answers the question of, how does your company or brand make me feel? So the question I want to ask you guys is, how do you decide on the balance between storytelling and getting to the point? That's an interesting way to phrase that question. I mean, for me, I think storytelling is the point, isn't it? Isn't any effective communication the ability to embed a story? And I love the distinction between wanting to tell a story versus being direct, because for me, that distinction is the long version or the short version. They're both stories, or they should be. To me, storytelling is the point. And my fault is I always take too long to tell a story. Someone asks me, what did you do yesterday? And I can see Mary, my wife, rolling her eyes as I say, well, in order to understand the answer to that question, we go back to 1992. (laughs) You know, how much context do you get the chance to provide versus the point you wish to make? And so let me see if I can answer my own question. I wonder if marketing is the actual sort of to the point short version of the story Whereas branding is the context, the setting, the background, the character development, and a lot of the stuff that makes the story meaningful. I dig that. I do too, Steve. That was good. I think that's that's really good. And you know, I mean, Steve, you you love film, filmmaking stories. You love Star Wars. You love the hero's journey. Um, I have a background in reading long, long novels where you have the freedom and you can write a long novel and really build a story slowly, piece by piece. And, um, you know, I think that's that's a great art form. Uh, what I think happens is that on the web, you need to tell that story super quick, you know? That's where I get confused. And that's where I look at a website And I say, okay, they've done a beautiful job, clever copy, cute little blurbs, but, you know, uh, what the heck are they selling here? It drives me nuts when I go to a website, like let's say it's a business intelligence or whatever, data analytics or, you know, whoever, whatever. And they say, you know, the opening thing is, you know, optimize your most important objectives. And, you know, we drive, we're the engine that drives business acceleration and like all that language. And I'm like, what do you do? What do you sell? What is it you want me to buy? That's important for me, you know, to make a web experience effective. There has to be some transactions that happen pretty quickly. Um, Whether that's a knowledge transaction, tell me what you do right away because I'm going to give you three seconds. Or if you're selling something, how do I buy it and where, you know, what does it cost and all that good stuff? Or or am I getting too transactional too fast? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this commercial is going to use subliminal... Subliminal...
subliminal advertising. That means you will never see or hear the name of the product. Oh, it'll be there on the screen all right, but the naked eye cannot detect it. This way you sit back, relax, and enjoy me as I tell you this rather funny story. What I've always believed is that whereas in film, uh, novels, you know, creative stories, even things like social media where I think you can be a bit more loose uh, and those are all places where you do build a brand. Those are the ancillary activities that support a brand. Um, on the web, the expectation from users is, hey, I came here for a reason. Please make it clear to me if you fit that need, if you can satisfy that need. And then in addition to that, even if you still deeply believe in storytelling, the user is not sitting back and just enjoying the story. The user is trying to understand how they fit into the story. So the tactic is to make the user the hero in the journey. And that can be done through language, very specific things like labels on buttons, you know, um, instead of saying generic things like learn more, um, say, you know, grow your business with X, satisfy this need buy this to have a better experience. There is plenty of room still for storytelling in all of the different marketing activities that are a part of being a successful business, a successful brand, etc., etc. Even, uh, you know, um, a successful provider of services. And I think there are different ways to approach your messaging and the way you speak depending on if you're a consumer brand, a B2B brand, or if you are, you know, like ourselves, a company that offers professional services. There are different tactics. But the point is that on the web, uh, overridingly, I think people will be more satisfied if you're direct. Still, you still need to be artful, provide some clever copy, but just not be too clever. And then all of these other things, TV advertisements, social spots, etc., blogging, all of that activity should, as marketers say, ladder up or support that. A B2B business describing their services would want to say to a client or a user, grow your revenue by adopting our product. It's not our product is this, here are the features, buy now. You know, it's it's flipping the roles. It makes me want to want to discipline myself to think through some of the brands that I've become attached to in my life and try to remember how they got me. Because I, I don't I don't surf the web a lot for websites. You know, I I consume news and I watch content. But I don't like go to brand sites typically as a as a habit. That's not usually my first place. Um, so I don't I don't know. I don't even know the answer. I have to ask myself how these folks win me over. How did I become an advocate? When did I join the community? What converted me? Websites, for the most part, their purpose is transactional. Now that's not obviously it's not true for everybody. You don't go to 
read the New Yorker online to make a transaction. That's more of entertainment, learning, etc. But you said like, I don't usually go and search for the websites. Your personal user journey, you're one person out of many, but that journey supports the fact that the brand has been built up to you by other means. So when you do get to the website, that's all the more reason to be very clear and direct. As the stylists surround our lives with functional forms of beauty, so they surround themselves in an atmosphere of aesthetic challenge. For the studio of design is an inspiration in itself, where men and women, representing a variety of talents, join their efforts and materialize their dreams. I would like to do a little exercise with you guys and get some critique on some websites I've found that I think are more direct, yet well-branded. The first one I want you to click on is Made For. Made For. And my assignment to you is open up the website, describe to us what you see, and maybe read through some of the headlines. You don't have to read everything. And see if you're understanding the product and but also absorbing the, the brand. So go ahead. Uh, so yeah, a little slide down said, experience real change this year. Sign up to receive 10% off your made for program. Well, that's a li- oh, I gotta say that's, that's a little forward, you know? I still, I don't even know what this is. Um, okay, so made for confidence, and then it rotates, kindness. A better world begins with the best you. There's a guy running upstairs in the video. This woman's walking through the desert. Guy's playing with sand. And then there's a box. I have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> no idea. Keep going. Keep scrolling. Okay, I'm going to scroll. Okay, become the best you. Well, apparently it's going to take 10 months, 10 challenges, and 10 tools. Okay, so now, all right, made for is a 10-month program, blah, 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 modern neuroscience. Modern neuroscience, they're going to send me supplements, I bet. Uh, the type's too small for my aged eyes. Uh, may it, the made for... They're failing. This is a big fail. Okay, but I will get gratitude, nature, connection, breath, hydration, rest, fuel, clarity, vision, and movement if I buy this. And now there's a box... Emily, this is a joke. Now there's a box that sells you the product. And what is the product? It's a really cool hourglass with dark gray sand in it. And it was designed for you by the experts. But these are not marketing experts because I still don't know what they're trying to sell me. Okay. So I am, this is very an interesting study because I looked at this website and I actually understood what it was in about two minutes. You did not. I still don't. Okay, so what it is, and, and I've only learned this from reading the website, what it is, it's a startup brand. They are selling a 10-month subscription to a publication or a set of habits that will tee you up for success each month for whatever the theme is. So 10 months, 10 challenges, 10 tools. And so it's basically like a self-improvement kit which I thought was fascinating because we all know what you know self-help or self-improvement books are, 
that these people are trying to take the subscription model to the next level and actually sell you. Yes, you do get an hourglass, Steve. But they sell so you, you challenge. You really do get an hourglass. You get an hourglass, a journal, and a thoughtfully crafted physical tool designed to help you form your new habits. Hmm. Mm. Okay, Steve, I want you to click on evens. All right, here we go. Evens. Evens.com. Your path to GI relief starts here. <laughs> She picks. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know picks... it's not my turn, but I feel like that's pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. Personalized gastrointestinal care for long-term relief. Um, this is where people who work together and become friends end up knowing too much about each other. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is hilarious. Well, they've got the colorways of Philips Milk of Magnesia. Um, and some of their package design tells me immediately that these are supplements slash medications that I can take. I'm guessing, and again, this is context, uh, knowing me and knowing Emily, I'm guessing this is some kind of a probiotic or some kind of thing that gets things working down there. Uh, Evans, Evans, sorry, helps you find long-term relief so you can live your life symptom-free. Life's too short to live with a stomach ache. Um, I get to compl- I have I, it's custom. I complete my consultation. I can skip pharmacy hassles, and uh, things can adjust as I go. I'm going to interrupt you, Steve. Just I want people to know that. So after you get that headline there, those three things you just read are listed as a one, two, three which are actually part of J.J. Peterson's advice is to give that one, two, three, get rid of any type of mystery of how do I transact? What is this experience going to be like? These guys just hit it exactly like that. That is so interesting. And I, you know, I have to say the design is effective. Uh, If you keep scrolling, you get to what amounts to be a catalog of their products. Um, And there's enough there's there's enough familiar language here for me to tell right away. You know, they talk about psyllium. I know what that is. Probiotic, fiber, magnesium, antacid. It's an effective approach that a lot of people who make, you know, GI optimization products, they've learned they need to kind of get to the point. And there's actually some humorous ad spots where people, you know, speak very frankly about these matters okay so i we're gonna this one might not be as fun but it is a b2b example so who's next matt i just added one called smartling at the bottom smartling Ooh, let's Mm -hmm. check this out translate your content into any language okay cool Smartlings AI-powered software automation with integrated human translation is the fastest way to continuously publish multilingual content everywhere. Hmm, schedule a meeting. Well, that's a little forward. I don't know if I'm ready. But um, this feels fairly direct. Um, Yeah, and then they have a laptop and it's like flashing through different websites in different languages. That's cool. Um, hundreds of brands trust us 
Well, thank God. If you know what, if uh, Pinterest trusts them, then I do too. Everything you need to manage translation. Turnkey language services. Translation. So now they're talking about features, and that's cool. I mean, at this point in the website, I don't mind seeing some features. Get a demo. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to try and argue with the navigation, because it, you know, it's why smartling, software, translation, plans, learn. The one that stuck out to me at first was software. I was like, what? Obviously this is AI driven, so why do I even care? It seems like it would be more of a software as a service thing, but when I hover over it, it, it gives a drop down, goes deeper, and it's a pretty nice setup. Um, and then the translation one, that's cool. So they have the AI thing, but apparently they have people human translators. who will do yeah. human translation. People who read and make sure that if you say, go out to the trunk and get your sneakers, and it's meant to go over to UK, then they translate it properly. Leave and open the boot and put on your trousers. Okay, I have one more site um, for yeah, whoever wants I mean, to do it. Yeah, the, f the final vote on this is I, I'm a fan of this one. That's I good think, because it's good. you are not their target audience. That is a likely a B2B service, but you as a regular person get what they do. And I feel like that's a lot of times we forget that. We get into this mode of like following best practices and wanting to be official and speak enterprise language, but if you can hand this to someone, anyone that's not in your world and they get what it does, I think that is a very good user test. I agree, although I am a little offended that you just referred to me as a regular person. Mm. I mean, you might as well have just come out and said, a normie. Um, <laughs> I, that's upsetting. She was, she was actually referring, it was a compliment, she was referring back to the offering on the Evens site. Mm. And she referred to you as a regular person. Mm. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, okay I'm well. I'm still trying to not be offended that Emily chose me as the person to click on the Evens site. Okay. Matt, click on, I don't even know how to say this. Ken, Kenko? I don't know, let's see. Okay, you go go for Kenko. Is it Kenko or is it Kinko? Ken Kenko. Oh, real nourishment for busy people. And there's a, a powder being poured into an athletic bottle. All right. Add organic fruits and veggies to your daily routine in under one minute. Sounds good to me because I hate broccoli. Um, no added sugars or sweeteners. Cool. All the vitamins and the fiber. Well, we've learned today the importance of fiber. Um... Find the right smoothie box personalized just for you. I think this is pretty direct. Uh, the product scares me, but also excites me because if I could just drink my veggies instead of trying to chew them and not, you know, that would be cool. So, okay, Kenko, Kenko. Well, we know what a smoothie is, so it's like having a button right there that says shop smoothies. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so then I scroll down and look what they have. One, two, three. This couldn't be easier. Uh, J.J. Peterson would be so proud. Yeah, I like this. I like this. I was actually kind of intrigued. I kind of wanted to maybe buy a sample box. Yeah, I like this whole website. I like the fonts, the typefaces. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful photography. 
Wow, they really nailed it. I think there's a balance here too, guys, uh, between um, being direct and obvious and telling the story. I have to say, even finding these websites was a great exercise for myself as I you know, wear the different hats of web designer, web developer, UX strategist, brand strategist. I myself get wrapped up in trying to be new and different and think for each of our clients. But going through this exercise of these websites brings me back to basics. And it reminds me that simple, I think, is almost always better with supported by beautiful branding. But this is reminding me about simplicity and I'm, uh, it just has been a great find. It's a really good reminder. You know, we hired a, a marketing guru a guy named Peter Leviton, whose specialty is marketing creative agencies. And he, he kind of put us through a similar thing when, we, when he went to our website. And he's like, I don't know what that means. You know, I don't know what that is. And so it, it does make me want to discipline myself to, you know, ask that question. Can I go on this site, find it charming and clever and engaging and all the good things that we like, good design and beautiful aesthetic. And yet, within a few seconds, I know what, what is being offered to me. The creation of a new design is a complex process and a tremendous challenge worthy of their most exhaustive effort. After being in your work for years and years, you, you do forget very basic things. So we'll probably be working on our own and improving it based on these examples as well. Back to the basics. Back to life. Back to to reality. All right, guys. Happy weekend. Happy weekend to you. Thank you, Matt and Emily. Matt's idea for this one, so props to him. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. See ya. The Design of Experience is produced by 15.4, a creative agency located in Charm City, Baltimore. Produced by Emily Wolf, edited and engineered by Sam Otto and Josh Frisch, with story and creative development by Matt DeVille and Steve Smallman.